0: I'm TJ Walsh, and you're listening to the Bold Creatives Collective podcast. Take a front row seat to hear conversations with successful musicians, producers, actors, visual artists, designers, directors, marketers, and more, and learn about their perspectives and approach to leadership, creativity, innovation, and growth. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody. I'm so excited to be here with Scarlett Hernandez, powerhouse awesome energy. We are going to have an awesome conversation today about how we can build community as artists and creatives and like the importance that community actually has. We're not in silos. We got to build community. We got to be in community. And I'm so excited to talk to the master at building (laughs) community in the arts and culture scene. Um, Scarlett, I'm so glad to have you here. Can you give a little bit of an idea to everybody who's listening, who you are and what you're about.
1: Thank you so much, TJ. Yes. I mean, who am I? Let's talk about, I'm not even going to give you the, she was born on a cold and windy day in February. <laughs> um, who I am today is a first generation Dominican woman. Um, I went to school in Philly at University of the Arts 2012
0: to through 2016. We, uh, you are a shout out, right? You
1: already know <laughs> alumnus. Um, but what really excited me about being at UArts is the physical representation and palpable feeling of the arts here in Philadelphia. So really my, my start in understanding what community building is was from seeing masters here at work doing it. I mean, we talk about everything from, I was the host at Chris's Jazz Bar and the community right. there all right. the way to what it was in universities. Um, so when I got the chance to build seven and a half years ago, um, a company named Rec Philly, um, it, was, it was a chance to take everything I've loved and I've learned about Philly and um, do what I can with my minuscule time and, and, and space <laughs> here in the universe. You know, um, my yeah. background is in uh, broadcast and artist development, artist management, uh, I'm really like your artist whisper, like Rick Rubin is is you know, <laughs> oh my God, friends. <laughs> um so i I want to understand um, artists and communities that they serve holistically um and with a lot of emotional intelligence to build really strong connections and value. Um, so that's yeah. what I do on my day to day at Rec. Rec is an agency that's powered by the creative community. So when big um you know companies like Urban Outfitters, Comcast, um, you know, Temple, and so many others are looking for creatives to fill their positions right. and do storytelling with them, they turn to rec and rec turns to their members. Um, and and we book them. So I think that um, is
0: such feeling, yeah. that, that's such a great concept, right? I mean, to have uh community around you as an artist or a creative be able and have that community be able to turn to you and say hey we have this opportunity for you to you know get plugged in with you know some of the biggest organizations the biggest institutions companies brands out there is is huge right to try and do that as an individual from the ground up it's possible but with but with a community with a circle of people, you know, with eyes eyes to the ground. I was gonna say I just said mm-hmm. with ears <laughs> to the ground, eyes to the sky, like looking, looking out for you and saying, Hey, this will be perfect for you. That is huge yeah. right, in today's creative economy, don't you think?
1: Period. I mean, we want to get paid to be who we are, and yeah. that starts with infrastructure. Which is something that Philadelphia to this day is is building and is is you know looking to be better at um, and resources. It costs money to be an artist, like like you cannot pay for your monitors or the subscription to make your music on right. Exposure. So how are we how are we creating accessibility? Yeah, to the arts affordability to the arts, and then let's get you paid. You know, like I didn't even get to mention it, but our biggest you know project to date has been with T Mobile. T Mobile right. sponsored thirty two members for an entire year, um, wow. to just to to just create, and they did storytelling on them. It was on Hulu, and if I could just say the final testimonial like, that still gives me chills as I think about it, um, Visionary the poet, uh, we gave them their first. Um, uh, sp- uh, poetry uh, job, so a paid poetry gig, and just a few months ago, they were featured at the Apollo, and we're talking That's to David amazing. John, um, and and it just goes to show you where if this if this is like a gym for artists, show up, do the work, you'll be seen, and you'll flourish.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. that that is so important to like keep that in mind, right? That you have to show up. Be a part of a community, plug in, contribute, right? And when you do that, stuff comes back to you, right? Opportunity to you. And that is that is so important. I think artists sometimes think that they're gonna be able to, you know, just like do it on their own, without relationships, mm-hmm. without Without uh, having to get out there and network and and be a part of something. And I've run into so many people. And trust me, guys, you know, I am an artist as well. So I have been there trying to, like, push, right, my way through. And I'm like, why am I hitting so much resistance everywhere I turn? And it was because I was trying to go at it with my own power. Mm-hmm. And when you kind of give in and say, hey, wait a second, you know, there, there, I need to do something differently here and realize that other people are OK to hang around and other people are OK uh, to c- collaborate with and interact with and even like throw some bones to every once in a while, it is so much easier than to have people recognize you.
1: Absolutely. And there is a lot to unpack with what you just said. I mean, let's first start with the archetype of the lone wolf. The right. lone wolf has a lot of difficulty eating, literally, because it takes a pack to hunt. Yes. There is, when when you think about your pack, like your team, right? If you're the artist, you're gonna wanna find someone who does you know, graphics better so that you can make your music. Or if you do graphics, you know, meet up with someone who wants that in their videos. We need to learn how to network from side to side and not just up.
0: Right. Um, so so when huge. we find Side herd, to side and not it, just yes, up. Yes.
1: No, absolutely not. Because um, that's the most value you get out of. And you get to kind of hold the mastery of your key and what you do is when you build with folks. And, you know, our motto here, we really have it painted above the doors before you walk in. is independent doesn't mean alone. Right it doesn't mean that you have to do everything alone. It's about finding people that do stuff better than you, letting them do it and letting them be a part of your team.
0: I love that. I love that it's It's this interdependence, right? We are all part of a and family. not codependence not codependence <laughs> no, 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 not codependence no, like listen, like it's not codependence, it's interdependence where we are all need one another but we're also kind of operating within our sphere of excellence and and the ego
1: is a hoe and she's a dumb hoe like she really (laughs) wants the worst for you she's the one she's the devil on your shoulder and dropping the ego and coming to play and I mean that literally like as adults coming to play like people are like oh I feel like I'm gonna lose well I was like you can't lose because you're not playing you know, and this means the game. This means the game of life. Right. This means the game of the community. Like, how are you showing up? Are you willing to be vulnerable and a little goofy <laughs> to meet people that authentically yeah. connect with you? Because if you're not showing up as yourself, how do you expect people to know you? They won't, and they won't be interested.
0: I love that. Yeah, you have to be willing to be a little bit uncomfortable. I think that that's uh, yeah. when we think about vulnerability, right the actual the actual idea and concept of vulnerability is not weakness, right? When we're vulnerable, we're not weak, right? When we're vulnerable, we are risking something. We're putting a little bit of ourselves out there into the water of discomfort so that people can actually meet us, right? Mm -hmm. They can actually meet us. And then hopefully when they meet us, they're vulnerable in return, right? We're able to meet with them. It's not weakness when, when we do that it's actually a sign of strength right and humility even right humility
1: like i said you know what when you are when you do practice humility you go i can't do this well but because i'm trying to do everything you're going to do everything half-assed so finding those people within your community that do things well and letting go of the vine the more you hold on to that vine the harder it's going to hurt, you know? So when you find the people and you can let go of that vine, you're allowing space for what's important to you, which is the other side of your brain to work.
0: Yeah, for sure. What do you, what do you see as, you know, a person who greets artists at the door, basically at rec, you know, and brings them into the the pack, so to speak.
1: Oh my God. There's, there's like, five archetypes, right? Because I don't care who you are. You're so <laughs> unique, whatever. We're all archetypes. There's all right. 12 of them. Please read into it. Yep. Take the quiz. It's funny. It's cute. Um But there's the excitable and nervous like please take me by the hand and walk me and introduce me to somebody that's always like a big magic moment it's just introducing it to somebody right um there's the people who think that they're walking into a three billion dollar recording session and they have their shades on (laughs) and they don't want to talk to me
0: oh Um, the shades man oh
1: yeah even even (laughs) like the the metaphorical shades you know um but then when they need help they're gonna be like they they, they need me (laughs) so but I love the way that our community once you pass through those doors it's almost like a derobing moment like as soon as you pass through those doors the shades come off Mm -hmm. you see your friend you say hello because it's a space Mm -hmm. to be vulnerable in like these recording studios people talk about their traumas the best day of their life their dreams their hopes this is not just recording equipment these are cues (laughs) cues <laughs> these are wow. confessionals in here you. you know um so so right. being able to uh have a community that asks you to derobe and be the best you and bring the people that bring out the best in you mm-hmm. um is something very special that um i i can't take the the credit for but i will take the responsibility for
0: yeah. Yeah. So you have the people that want to, like, want to just be introduced and plugged in right away. Then you have the people that are wearing their shades. Either Who real- think they've
1: got it all? Who think they they're got ready. all
0: together? Who else do we have walking through the door that you got to do? Oh, my with?
1: God. We, we have the excitable parents and the scared, like, children. And by children, I mean, like, they're 22, 23, and they're like, Mom. And it's like, <laughs> the mom is like, right. they're so talented. They can sing. They can do this. Love right. them uh who else do we have i mean we we, we have the helping hand we yeah. uh, like e- enfj folks will always find other enfj folks
0: oh my god so i'm like, an enfj, ENFJ. hello yes!
1: <laughs> Can you tell? yes okay so another thing take your disc assessment y'all like know who you are what you do how right. you, it'll just make you your brain feel a lot big down better um but uh, you always have members of service and that's actually come in handy because a lot of members have gotten steady like contracting work even to do check-in because of,
0: like Scarlet, right.
1: like you want to take your lunch break and i'll just like greet people and be here like yeah. people taking responsibility for the space and and finding love in in that moment of providing service like that mm-hmm. um so those are a few of our, our archetypes and then people that you can definitely expect at rec
0: yeah, and I think you definitely need to have all of those archetypes to some extent to be able to make a community
1: feel mm-hmm. like
0: full and well-rounded. Mm-hmm. And each of those archetypes when we're thinking about, you know, existence within a community or in a, a like an artist pack, you know, have their have their deficits and their weaknesses where the other ones can can kind of come along and help them through it. What yeah. do you think? from from your vantage point is um some of the most effective ways you see other artists coming alongside and empowering the people who need help kind of being up.
1: the ones who usually end up being the biggest like mentors or tumblers i mean let's talk even about the tumbler effect so um usually when you're part of a community you are almost looked to like the, the 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 cruise ship party director like everybody looks at scarlet a party right? <laughs>
0: right but with
1: the tumblr effect you are creating other scarlets in the community that people can turn to as pillars yeah. even if it's just a question about the space about how we act in here about how what we do in here how we talk um, it's incredibly important that we empower those people and those are usually excuse me the most quiet people i have another archetype is, is the whisper the one who doesn't even make eye contact wants to walk right by and right. they're being rude they just don't know how to say hi and the the day that you say hello and they finally say hi back and they start walking in and start saying hi to you first um you see what it means to meet someone halfway wow. and meet them right where they are right. and incite community that way so um If you could just repeat your question, I'm sure I can wrap it up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I was thinking like, you know, what are, what are some ways that you find to be, this is a slightly different uh, version of the question, you know? um, And I think it builds off of your idea of, and your illustration of the Tumblr effect, right? Some of the effective ways that you have found to empower others around you so that they can, continue building the community that you've
1: absolutely established. thank you so much that's where I was going we give them responsibility we give them responsibility uh, both psychologically and physically and of service so psychologically being that when I'm onboarding a member I ask that their guests bring out the best in them I say bring people that, and it's like it's, it's about what you say and how you say it yeah I'm very confident in being like, hey, we bring the people that make us feel good in here. We bring the people that bring out the best in us. If you have someone who doesn't do that, do not bring them here because I'm not interested and Mm -hmm. nor should you. So giving them that autonomy of what it means to who they bring here and that it matters, um, having that uh, effect of your brother's keeper, your sister's keeper um, is... it's very powerful because now this person represents you in a place where you're your most authentic. Yeah. Um. And, and that can be like, oh my God, my two worlds are colliding, but it shouldn't feel like that. You should be bringing them into a world that they're excited to. So that's the psychological one, right? I ask people to bring people that bring the best out of them. Number two is wow. responsibility. If a member is like, I don't see a workshop about songwriting or about film club, let's make one. And you're going to be the person in charge of it. I'm going to give you the studio, you know, every month from five to seven, and you can meet and do whatever you want. So Mm -hmm. when they have, they go, really? And it's like, yeah. So giving them access to feel like they are responsible instead of just receiving the product, which is the space and the community. Um, they you you see them like stand up straighter like hey like here's how we do that and that's how we create pillars of folks that people can turn to right
0: that's super empowering to be able to say no like you have you have the keys to like build this yeah thing, take this idea They're like and scarlet
1: will you i was like no but you will if you want because right. wow. you can <laughs> yeah
0: well what do you think is going on there where they expect or they think that you that they can't do this stuff on their own,
1: I think it's the the newness of 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 what this space is, and maybe the the how youthful a lot of our membership is. This might be the first place that's inviting them to play like that, yeah, you know, I had um specifically a member, and and I remember this story really fondly came in raging that they had to check in, that I was just checking in on them, didn't want to hear it, blah, blah, blah. I kept very, hey, I get it totally. And then they came out a few minutes later and stood like 10 feet away from me and was like, Can I come talk? And I was like, Absolutely. And they were like, I spent all day getting dogged from my family at school, like out, out, you know, in the streets. Right. And you were the first person all day who didn't yell back at me. It was 10 o'clock at night, mind you, you know? And um, that meant a lot because this became a physical space where they felt like they could,
0: they could let down. finally let
1: go and let down. And um, I think it's, it, again, goes right down to the psychological effects of being in a space like this and um, giving yourself permission to be the person that you wish you could be maybe outside of here. So I think that that's a lot of the power of, of this space and the responsibility of being a community member here.
0: Right, right. And I think you know they have responsibility then to you know create and be authentic be genuine in their projects right run with it your your responsibility that you that you have is by, is to create this incubator and this space where they can come in off the street or from wherever they're living right maybe with family that are really like you know knocking them down you know every which way and say, hey, like this. They don't is... want to
1: hear about their art. They don't care, They're right? They interested. don't care. They're not yeah. interested,
0: right? Why aren't you going? Why aren't you doing something else that is more productive or more mm-hmm. lucrative or whatever, right? And then mm-hmm. y- they come to you, and your responsibility, your your purpose in the setting of rec, anyway, is to say, welcome, right. Yep. I care about you. We care about you. Mm-hmm. This is your this is your family who wants to see you succeed. And I want to you have- hear
1: your new single. I want right. to see the video you've been working on. Right. And um that invites them to again be be authentic and meet people that are in the same wavelength as them and who support them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that is so important, Scarlett. The the warmth and the the welcome and the unconditional positive regard, as we say in the psychology (laughs) world, right? I love it. Where we accept you unconditionally. Um, You and I both went to the same undergraduate school, UArts, right? And a lot of the students at UArts are coming from um, backgrounds like the ones that we're talking about where Mm -hmm. you know they don't a lot of people do have the support right and do have the the foundation right but a good number of these kids when they're coming into uarts don't have that support and that unconditional positive regard and they're just going in there trying to make it and hoping to make it and then they're launched back out into the world Right after they put in their four years, or yeah. even during school, right, we're encouraged at UArts to be getting out there and and really working, Absolutely. and like and and pushing. They get out there and and they're back in this in this sea of no support, right, or seemingly mm-hmm. no support. And I think people like you who want to empower them and give them the um, permission to be truly who they are, make their work, make their art and get it out there in the world is so, so important when, when we're coming from a place of just totally scarcity, scarcity. literally
1: less colorful. And, you know, a, thank you. It's I, I, we love service. So this is how I provide my service. Um, but I actually wanted to ask you, you know, if even if someone, you know, couldn't afford to be part of REC or is in a place where there's no community like this, like, what are some ways that you would recommend that you know folks find their people? Because we talked about the in person like effect yeah. of having someone like me, but I had to do this during COVID. I was, right. I was, I was your digital, you know, community <laughs> right. person during the during COVID. Like, there are some people who I did not meet <laughs> for a year right you know cuz we meet right. each other in person so it's like um what are what are some of your tips for someone who might not be a part or have something like that to find their people
0: that's a really good question right because not everybody is going to necessarily have the ability to join something like rec, you know yep. at, you know right away or their situation might be different and so i think what we need to Encourage people to do is to really try and set apart or set aside that um, lone wolf mm-hmm. idea, right? Where you're the only one and you have to do it, you know, all alone. And for people who aren't going to have access to something like rec for one reason or another, or it doesn't really kind of fit what they're doing. Going, getting out there and actually putting yourself in front of people who you would maybe otherwise not associate yourself with is super important, right? Just because somebody is not um, a painter like you or a musician like you or an actor like you, but they do something that seems to be completely opposite or far from what you do, doesn't mean that you should be avoiding them or keeping yeah. away from them. It actually, I think means that you should go and actually introduce yourself to yeah. them and say, Hey, <laughs> this is who I am. This is what I do. What is it that you do? Oh, you know what you are? Um, oh my gosh, what, what could they be? You know, you are, uh, you are a, f- a finance person, right? Yes. You're a. How you're a, do you
1: numbers? I went to art school. <laughs> right.
0: You're a finance person, but you're showing an interest in my art. Can you tell me about like what you do, right? And then from there, who knows what they could offer you, right? They have sh- skills and or strength. the
1: community they might know about, yeah. or the
0: community that they might know about. I want you to be going to events that are not just you know openings i want you to be going to openings or concerts right for sure but i also want you to be going to different events that invite all different kinds of folks to the party right so uh uh types of places that you can get involved in or groups young professional groups right Mm. so if you're a visual artist um
1: the Barnes has, the a, Barnes really great, has a really
0: great young professional group. So if we're thinking Philadelphia, y'all, this is where Scarlett and I live. So like Philadelphia comes mm-hmm. to our mind right away, but look around you, right? So in Philly, we have the Barnes Foundation or we have the Philadelphia Museum of Art um, or other organizations like InLiquid Art and Design um, all have young professional Groups Mm -hmm. uh, or memberships where you can go and meet people of like interests, but of different uh, professions or expertise. And from there, you build your network outwards. I think that's so important to go to those types of things instead of just the usual, right? Mm
1: -hmm. And that's an amazing tip. And then I also had a question just psychologically, because I think that that's just so important when we're talking about artists. Sure. Um, how when you're feeling alone, do you separate fact from feeling like what are some tips or practices or anything that we can do that when and we're in that moment of I'm alone, I can't do this. Like, you're not, you know, you're not telling the truth. Like, yeah, this is how I feel. Like, yeah. how do you separate that?
0: Yeah. You know, so we're all made up of um parts. There's different parts of us. So there's different versions of us that are coexisting all of the time and we are operating at any given time out of, you know, one version or one part or the other. One of those parts that is really um uh a heavy hitter in a lot of us is that self protector that part that says nope you know what don't don't do that because that's going to be bad news for you you're going to fail you're going to be rejected you're going to fall flat on your face and why put yourself in that situation stay where you're comfortable right stay where you're comfortable that's you know what not bad advice right (laughs) Anxiety on one hand, anxiety or that kind of worry, that kind of like protector is there for a reason, right? But sometimes it gets a little bossy and it gets a little bit like too big for itself. And in those instances when it's getting too big for itself and it's saying, don't risk it, don't go into that unknown space or that questionable space where you don't really know what the outcome is going to be. When it's doing that to you, it's really important to, number one, acknowledge that, you know, yeah, Mm. this is scary, right? This is big. This is different. This is something I haven't done before, right? Acknowledge that. That's important and honor that. But then say, you know what? I'm still going to take a step in faith or a step in Mm um, courage to put myself out there. And I know that this part of me is here to protect me, but I don't need it to be so loud right now. So I'm going to go ask it to go <laughs> sit back down in the corner. Right. Yes. <laughs> and if I need it, I'm going to call it and it'll come out and it'll like, you know, firefight for me. But it's
1: like a cat right under the door. It's just like ready to come exactly. out. We just got to shut it. And we got to shut that, shut that door.
0: Right. Coming. We still see yeah. it. We know you're back there. We know you're yeah. back there. <laughs> right. But I'm going to close the door for a little bit. And I'm going to venture out. Right. And Absolutely. maybe I don't venture out all the way into I'm king of mixing metaphors. So I'm going to I'm going to add another metaphor in here. Maybe we're not going to venture all the way out into the water up to our neck, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe where we can go is to our waist, right? Mm -hmm. Or maybe all that we can do right now is go to our ankles, right? And have the water just be around us and we can kind of feel it and see what the temperature is. But if that's all we can do, that is awesome. And then we can say oh my gosh, I did that. And I met this person or I did that. And I heard this thing. Or I did yeah. that. and I got this tip and this information and now I can take it back and I can do something with it. And, then, and
1: remind yourself of all the good that happened when you just tried. Eating yeah. It, right. You know,
0: like I, like I I, waded into the water and I didn't get eaten by a shark. Right. Yeah. I waded into the water and I didn't get stung by a jellyfish. Yeah. But what I did get was a if we're if it's not salt water. Oh my gosh, this is getting yeah. weird. This is getting weird. What I did get is a is a drink, right, of water. Yeah. What I did get yeah. is refreshment. What I did get is buoying myself up. Yeah. Um and from there, like I can strengthen myself and I can go back out next time a little bit further. Yeah. I think we need to challenge ourselves when we have that. And we have that thing. If we are only comfortable, if we are doing the same thing and we're only comfortable, we're not feeling a little bit uncomfortable, we're probably not working where we need to be working.
1: Mm.
0: Right? We need to be I a little that. bit uncomfortable to grow. A hundred
1: percent. It's not called growing tickles.
0: <laughs> right. Growing <laughs> pains. The name, name of
1: the episode. It's not yeah. growing tickles. It's not
0: growing tickles. And you know what? We don't have to go through growing pains on our own either Mm -hmm. we can go through the growing pains with people who are right there with us who have gone through it just before us who are coming up behind us and we can be the ones to kind of guide them right if we're doing it alone it's just that much more painful and that much more hard
1: I love that thank you so much I just you know a lot of our conversation just kind of sparked because everything goes back to our our own mentality and how we're taking care of it and or being more open about it like right. you know this week is is week two on volbuterin for me i was on lexapro back in like 2015 and yeah. members are like how are you i was like it's great i took this and this and this is how <laughs> i feel because i just hope I, I didn't have that so yeah. i just hope that my vulnerability and and who i am right now um is meeting them maybe where they are or where a friend is right now so that they know right. that it's it's not something secret or hush. Yeah. Like we, 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 we sing the blues and we take them too. you know, it's a follow up Boy lyric. Everybody yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I got you. Um. <laughs> I got you. We, but you know what? Like we need to be able to like share ourselves, right, in order to really meet other people, right? Yeah. If we expect people to show up for us, right, and be real with us, but we're not willing to be real with other people, Right. That's not going to, that's yeah, not a recipe absolutely. for a conversation
1: and saying I'm okay. Or, you know what? Today's been hard. And I feel a lot more comfortable doing that now as I'm on this mental health journey, you know, that's going to be for the rest of my life. But um, um, I used to be like, oh my God, I'm great. Because I, as, as a non-male, like, you know, specifically in, in my case, I was a really good masker. Yes. And I wasn't helping anybody when I wasn't even helping myself. Yeah. So the unlearning of masking has done wonders because I'll start having conversations with community members and with communities in, in whole about, you know what it means to be mentally healthy to be your best self to bring your best people to make your best art and how it really unfolds from there so um that's really been my journey with just like authenticity and and sharing a lot yeah Yeah.
0: well that's the self-care as a community builder right yeah Taking care of yourself, understanding what you need, recognizing whether or not you are wearing a mask that you Mm -hmm. maybe don't need to be wearing or understanding why you are wearing that mask. Right. Absolutely. A lot of the stuff that I was talking about a few minutes ago when you asked me those questions and some of what you're talking about now we're alluding to anyway is stuff that we carry along with us from our past experiences, right? Those traumas, those wounds, those uh situations where we were told that we need to be different or that we can't be ourselves, right? Fully, mm-hmm. where we need to put on a mask or in order to survive, in order to be accepted, right? That's not taking care of ourselves, right? Taking care of ourselves is questioning those things, getting help, being vulnerable, right? Asking. Uh, and being honest when we're not having a good day, right?
1: And and finding different ways to work your brain. You know, when we talk about comfort, sometimes it is about moving to a different room, trying something new. You know, I I love what you said about like mixing your disciplinaries and like where you go and who you meet up with. Because whenever I have someone who's a musician, I'm like, book the design studio, just paint. You get two canvases, just paint. Like use a different part of your brain that will support you in the skills, dexterity,
0: clarity right.
1: later. So right. I 100% So, to so
0: many that. things there that, that I think so many people can take, take away from this. And this conversation is so important. I'm so glad that you were willing to come on and so chat much. with me for a little bit. So mm-hmm. Scarlett, thanks so much. I really appreciate you being here.